Batting Around. Welcome back to Batting Around. Uh, I am your co-host, Jane Oss, and with me is Lauren Walker. Hey, Lauren. I'm Lauren. That's Lauren and Steven. Hey, Steven. Yo. <laughs> I can already tell that we're, uh, we're a lot cheerier than last week. Oh, big time. <laughs> await the, the, the await the specific uh, size and shape of uh, the Houston metro area has been taken off of our shoulders. <laughs> yeah, the, no, the darkest it, it, days are behind us for now. We're recording this on Monday, October nineteenth. Um, coming a couple days or a day off of the Dodgers eliminating the Atlanta Braves and uh, the Houston Astros getting bounced by the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, we have we avoided the the doomsday scenario mm-hmm. <laughs> very think. very narrowly. It was closer than I would have liked. It, it, was, it was it was really close because both games went to game seven. Yeah, or both series went to game seven. Uh, my my two least favorite baseball teams are the Atlanta Braves and the New York Yankees, and there was a very real possibility of seeing both of them match up against the uh, Houston Astros this year, which would have caused a lot of consternation and gnashing of teeth for me but luckily i don't have to think about that anymore i get to enjoy a very stress-free world series because i'm not gonna lie i don't give a shit what happens i'm i'm, I'm just excited to watch baseball absolutely you get to watch the two best teams in their respective leagues place uh, up to seven great games absolutely yeah we had uh you know for all the <laughs> for all the uh you know worrying and you know how much i didn't like this playoff format i still have problems with this playoff format um of 16 teams making it uh somehow still the top two teams from each league made it like is the fucking like it was the 50s or something um (laughs) we don't yeah and we avoided we i mean we had the yankees and the uh astros you know make make their little runs through it uh you know, two teams that shouldn't have been there in the first place if we were on the old format. But, uh, you know, thank God that, that neither of them made it, especially the Astros. The Astros were already being like, it was so insufferable watching them being like, no, all the haters think that we can't do it. You know, like, like we're acting like underdogs, um, even though they do have, <laughs> you know, they, they, they completely miss the point of why. Uh, or they're ignoring the point of why everybody hates them um, and, you know, acting like they don't have a bunch of perennial all-stars <laughs> on the team. Um, I mean, we immediately did get um, some really, really bogus, annoying shit after <laughs> after they got bounced of being like, nobody thought they could do it. All the haters, uh, all the haters <laughs> got the silenced, you know, by them bringing it to game seven, which was just insufferable Awful. wasn't this um wasn't this the fourth alcs they've played in in a fourth consecutive alcs they've been in let's see so they are obviously in it last year did they make it in 2018 was it them versus boston i think it was you could not have paid me to watch that series that year yeah i can't remember if it was or not and then obviously they were in it in 2017 um so it might have been i i can't I, I I don't know. I don't want to think about 2018 <laughs> uh, very much, really. That was that was an annoying year. Yeah, they the 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 swagger was. It, you want villains, but you don't want. I don't know. It's good to have a villain in the narrative, but the, the Astros are 
They were just they sucked. They, they weren't were, fun. They were they sore. They were sore winners. That's that's what you really don't want. Like right. Like like a villain is great when they're they're like very proud and boastful of all the bad things they've done. Um, Which is like what the Yankees do, or the Yankees yeah. are like. You know, where we have this pedigree. We we are natural winners. We that's what we do is win. Um, like that's that's fine. That's a good. That's a great heel. But uh, the yeah the sore winners the the you know uh f- you know pretend fake underdog shit really just makes it uh, really really terrible. Um, and I, I last week there was a question about whether we how like how we wanted the Astros to lose since obviously we did want them to lose. And I think all three of us said that we wanted them to get swept because they do, we don't want to see any amount of that, like, boastfulness and, like, the smug, like, we're, you know, from them. But I gotta say, I gotta say, having that, I think the way they got eliminated was the maximum amount of pain on them. Oh, sure. Because... Them, absolutely. They had to, so they go down three zero. Yeah, right away. So and that then they sucks. come back. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Like it was looking great at the beginning of this last week. Like they go we down. Were like 3-0. all right, that yeah. sucks. Every and then they go and then they battle back. But each of those three games that they that they battled back during, they had the specter of elimination hanging over them. That right. couldn't have been comfortable. And then they finally get there. And then they just yeah. fucking choke it away. And, and they fall on mm, their face. Mm, love that. <laughs> Loved replying to Lance McCullers' uh, week-old tweet. Uh, and, <laughs> and, and quote-tweeting the official Astros account, uh, mocking them. We, we, have, we officially now have podcast beef with uh, McCullers. <laughs> oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it was, it was amazing watching them, watching them fall on their face. Um, but it was, it was all too stressful, but I am, you know, in retrospect, glad that it happened that way. Um, as I do like the Dodgers and the Dodgers needed all seven games, uh, to close it out and have one less day of rest. So at least, uh, the, the Rays aren't going into this like completely fresh Mm -hmm. either. Um, so that can bring us over to the, the Dodgers, uh, Braves series here. We have... Uh, we had, it was, I mean, it was a pretty good one. There was a couple blowout games in there. Um, but, but a really, really exciting last couple of games. Yeah. Overall, it felt competitive overall the whole series. I thought that there was two teams that were on pretty even ground, all things considered. Two teams with, with pretty good offenses and, you know, pretty solid starters. And then, um, some, some bullpens that seemed a little taxed and had and you know kind of had to work their way out of some trouble (laughs) there was there was quite a bit of that um and quite a bit of uh some some kind of weird decisions on both sides Mm -hmm. like uh going into last night's game i was not feeling very confident about the dodgers decision to uh start dustin may again on short rest coming off of a pretty bad appearance um he gave up run right away did not look very sharp um, yeah, eight, they they pulled him pretty quick. Eight but. consecutive, eight consecutive, balls to eight start consecutive the game. Balls. It was yeah. rough. It, it, that was really rough. And it, it, for as much as we talk about how the the manager, uh, the modern manager, doesn't have much like say in like the day to day operation of the game, uh, I I don't I can't imagine the front office would told would tell Dave Roberts to start him on one day rest as an opener. That 
that makes no sense from like a, a, a numbers perspective. Uh, it's, it, you know, it, maybe that's projecting a, a bit or, or, or taking some, uh, uh, assuming a little much, but it, it does feel like that was a Roberts call. Yeah, it was, I don't know, it, it seemed rough, but I think it's going to be a good series going in for the World Series here. The Rays like had some have have been able to put together runs really really well, um, but they're not like a super explosive <laughs> offense outside of you know outside of Randy kind of they're um, like when we had Stoughton on earlier in the earlier in the um, playoff season you know and uh, and Lauren you gave us the the stat numbers and the stats uh, the offensive stats between the Blue Jays and the Rays weren't all that different. It's pretty um, close. It's pretty close. The Yankees, yeah. yeah, the Yankees outscored the Blue Jays, outscored the uh, the Rays in that five game series, and the Rays still pulled it off. And, and it has to be noted also that several of like the key guys who are like the, the regular season heroes for the Rays have not been hitting well. Uh, right. Randy Randy was not one of those who was like one of the better guys on the team. It was it was Wiley Damas, Austin Meadows, um, a couple of the guys who just haven't really turned up in the postseason. Oh, can I do? Can I? Can I do my? Before we get too far, far away from the Braves, can I give my cherry-picked awful stat? Yeah, yeah. Hell let's yeah. do it. Let's go. Let's go to. Let's go to Lauren Walker Sports Machine. What do you got this week? Awesome, morning? awesome. This is this is so cherry-picked and so unfair. It's just it's mean-spirited. Uh, it's terrible. I shouldn't even be saying it, but let me make sure I get the numbers exactly right here. Let me see here. Let me see here. Okay. Uh, the number is up. Uh, uh, it's a batting average. One three three point one three three. Bad batting average. But it's it's an inverse actually. It's the difference between someone's regular season. And postseason batting average. Can you guess who? Is it Ronald Acuna? No, Acuna did very well in the playoffs. Oh, he did very well in the playoffs. He just didn't do very well in that series. Which no, is... Th- this is for the whole playoffs. It's for whole okay, whole, okay. whole postseason. Uh, I don't know. Is it Albies? Not Albies. Good guess. Albies didn't actually have that great a bat. He had a perfectly fine batting average in the regular season, but it wasn't exceptional. No guesses. I don't know. No, was okay. it Freddie Freeman? Not Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman crushed the ball both in the regular season yeah. and offseason. Yeah, yeah, he was great in both. Yeah, it is Marcelo Zuna, who in the regular season had a .338, a .338 batting average to, for a .179 WRC plus, and hit a uh, mere, still very good, still respectable, still totally doing his job, .255 in the playoffs. Yeah, that's that's not. Yeah, it's not really where I was expecting that to go. Like, like oh, that big of a drop off. But like, Ozuna was great during. During this he, uh, this last series, he, you know, especially he was league average across the whole postseason. He was he was yeah. good in the last series. Thank you, Lauren. As always, um, thank good you work. for making us just sit around and lop out guesses. If you ever guess one right, maybe I would quit. Yeah, <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> Luckily, that will never happen. <laughs> um. All right, and I think that this is going to be a shorter show, but um. Let's see. So, what else? Uh, what else do we have? To, <laughs> do we have to talk about? Do we have, should we make some predictions? While we're, we, while uh, we're on the Braves, real to, quick, we, I uh, I would be remiss yeah. not to uh, point out the fact that um, the Braves remain the only NLE's team to not appear in the World Series in the twenty first century, which I just think, which I am, which I find quite delightful. Personally. You're enjoying that maybe a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I. 
There, I, I, uh, I, it was just published a few minutes ago. It just went up on their website. The Fangraphs preview of the series is really good. Uh, there's some great analysis in there of the, uh, what the, the, what the statistical odds look like for both teams. The long and short of it, uh, from the analytical, analytical perspective is that they're pretty evenly matched, but the Dodgers, the Dodgers depth does play a much bigger role. Uh, the takeaway I thought was most interesting from the whole thing. Uh, this is a great, uh, statistic that I think is really fascinating. Uh, the Rays lineup crushes the curveball, uh, but really struggles with high velocity. Uh, they were 26 in the majors this in the regular season against fastballs over 95 miles an hour, or high, high velocity. I don't know if it was 95 specifically. The Dodgers, well, yeah, have yeah, eight, the Dodgers have so, so many guys that throw 100 miles an hour. They have eight guys who throw over 95, including and like more than half of those are starters. Yeah, Gratterall throws 100 without even trying. Dustin May throws 100. Like, they have a lot of guys that, that really, really, really get up there. But you know who doesn't is Clayton Kershaw. That's true. Uh, and, yeah, it just could be setting up for, you know, another, unfor- what you could unfortunately call a Kershaw-esque a, a, <laughs> performance. A brutally unfair Kershaw narrative. And Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone, every, I mean, I even saw I saw it from so many Dodgers fans last night because you saw you saw Kershaw like there were shots of him in the in the bullpen like with a sweatshirt on, but he was still out there like you know maybe you know tossing the ball around a little bit like you know teasing like that he might go in there, and you just saw so many mm-hmm. uh, Dodgers like you know baseball fans in general, but so many Dodgers fans just like groaning, be so yeah. sullen and groaning, and yeah, so so true. worried about this. I think actually it's like the, maybe the best chance that Dodgers ever have just because it's so much less on him. They have so many younger guys now who the, that they didn't necessarily have before who can really hold their own in, in the postseason or who hopefully can. You know, Dustin May is so young, it's, it's hard to say. Walker Buehler is still really young. His performance in, in Game 6 was fantastic. It was Game 6, right? Yes. Do- mm-hmm. Just dominant. I thought he was, it was one of the best starts I've seen from him in the postseason. Yeah, they, they don't have to rely so much on Kershaw here, so that's that. That should be some sort of comfort. Yeah, there <laughs> to, were, to Dodgers fans here. There were some years where it was like him and Kenley were they were going to try to get half of the innings pitched out of those two guys. Meanwhile, the Rays just are are just like a, a Swiss Army knife. They have a guy who can do any for every situation. That was fascinating to watch during the the mm-hmm. the the ALCS because I don't make a I don't particularly make a habit to watch many Rays games, so. Like actually paying attention, like close attention to them. This this past series was, it was weird. Like they just, they just do it. I mean, granted, occasionally the Astros like would. What the fuck was up with that? They just kept going with the Astros. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why? How they would all of us? How they would all of a sudden be up? You know, four to one in in like all of those. They those, were like uh, three games they won. They were like a horror movie villain. Well, it's like what they did during. Kill them. It's, it's what they did to the A's. It's what they did to everybody. I mean, they didn't really do it against the Twins. Those were just stupid games. But like, but I mean, that's I don't know. That's what they. That's what they kept fucking doing. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it was that's so annoying. Deal. Doesn't make any sense. They they couldn't do anything well, really, like particularly well during the regular season. Their offense was like way way down, and then all of a sudden it turns on in these uh, this the stretch of 14 games that they played before they got I find that suspect personally (laughs) (laughs) yeah they you know maybe they might need to investigate that they're sending people to to southern california (laughs) (laughs) uh doing clandestine 
uh, installation of cameras or something. I don't know. I don't know. That's all. That's all alleged. Okay. Let's see. What else? Do, do we have anything else here? Ah, the, the the race pitching in general is just so fascinating. I'm trying to remember all these guys' names because I've never heard of any of them before. Like, <laughs> I, like I've heard of Chaz Rowe, but I, I, Peter Pete Fairbanks is brand new to me. They just pulled this. They just invented this guy in MLB The Show. He's he's six foot six and throws like a hundred and one. And like, yeah, they just went down. They just went did. A, they just went down the things like, okay, what last names um, are can like the announcer on MLB the show say like who can who was who is Matt Vesgersian um recorded a name for and they're like okay Fairbanks exactly sure, Aaron Sledgers like uh, it, it it's not fair to them right I know him because he was on the twins for years and he's terrible uh, and they do have like as much as the bullpen gets credit it's not like you know Tyler Glasnow Charlie Morton Blake Snell is a pretty good one two three Am I forgetting someone? Is that the top three? Is there Ryan Yarbrough, I guess, is also really good. Predictions. Yeah, let's do predictions then. What are, yeah, what are y'all thinking? Oh, it's hard. Uh, it's really hard. It, it really is a, a coin toss for me. Um, but I think the Dodgers are the better team, so I'm going to pick the Dodgers to win it. Um, but I do think it, I do think that this one is going to go like six or seven games. I think it's going to, I think this is going to be an actually really, really good series. I, I would love a seven game series. My Absolutely. primary rooting interest is in a game seven. And then based on what happens in the series, I will decide who I want to win that game seven during the game. <laughs> during it. Yeah. Um, but I will predict to be a contrarian, a Rays win. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've, they've just pulled it off. All all season, like they just they just keep winning despite not like despite just being a bunch of guys, <laughs> you know they they do it. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it's totally reasonable to think that that's that they're gonna win absolutely. And and I will say that uh, uh, there are a lot of people who are like, well, the Dodgers have choked before; they'll choke again. And I, I made the point on Twitter, and I, I from a statistical standpoint, it's true that this matters. But I think also like the the heart of the team stuff, the clubhouse chemistry stuff, the the, that extra little, you know, something that a superstar adds. Uh, those teams that lost before never had Mookie bets on them. It's true. That's very true. And and as great a hitter as he is, as great a, a fielder as he is, uh, he's like such a uh, an outstanding uh, clubhouse guy. He's really the face of the team now, and will be for the next ten years. Uh, and this this could be the start of like a whole different era for the Dodgers. You remember when? Uh when Boston fans on Twitter were like, we'll get him back in free agency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that, guys. Yeah, that was that was wonderful. Turns out he really didn't um, like playing there. Yeah, it turns out it's, it's a bad place for him to play. And I just want to add that he looks so fucking cool in the Dodgers uniform. Oh, God, yes. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> with the, the, the high blue socks. Uh, like, oh, looks fun. He just, like, he looks like he's having more fun. Like, oh, it, it's just great. That, and his, def- oh, my God, his defense, yeah, his defensive plays, like, throughout that series, and throughout the whole postseason, but throughout oh, yeah. that series, were specifically, like, were just jaw-dropping. I want to say, like, three spectacular catches just in, the, in that series. Yeah. yeah, and all, and, like, all towards the end of the series and, like, the games that really, really counted, too. Like, when they were coming back from um, a three-to-one deficit. Like, <laughs> it's amazing. The only good thing I've gleaned about the, what is it, Globe Life Park? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is that their their outfield fences are, are short and therefore allow you to jump over them. Uh, every other thing about that ballpark looks terrible. The outside, the inside, like, 
Ugh, what a fucking bummer. Because it's, like, this is... It's brand... Like, how do you make a brand new park look like shit? It's really drab. And the, the park at your place, Globe Life, I, I, I get, like, the, it was too hot, realistically, for them to keep playing there in the summers. I get that. But it, it had some charm. The park itself had some charm. It had that weird uh, thing in center field, that, that weird structure out there. Uh, uh, the new one is, is just is bland. And it does have, like, the fences so far out, too. Mm-hmm. So even though they're short, like, when they are robbing yeah. the home runs, like, they're ones that would have been home runs at, like, most other parks, mm-hmm. though. <laughs> like, there was there was a lot of balls hit, like, out to the warning track that would have been just gone if they were playing in Dodger Stadium or something like that. So, talked about, we did our predictions, we talked about how great Mookie Betts is for a while. <laughs> uh, do we have anything else we want to get to, or do we just want to go to mailbag? Uh, we don't have very many mailbag questions. Let's do, let's do the mailbag. I got I got nothing else. Uh, again, the Fangraphs piece summary for the series is a great place to start if you're looking to see what's going on, uh, what to expect this series. It's a great, great entry point. Yeah, totally. Um, okay, so, first question, at Confused Comrade, um says uh okay this is a question i guess we're gonna associate with the race uh what are your thoughts on teams getting cities to pay for new stadiums i feel that the city should have an ownership stake in the team if this is going to keep happening um yeah i mean that's absolutely reasonable they do keep just swindling (laughs) these uh these these cities into doing it like to the point of where like there has to be just some like sort of massive (laughs) corruption going on with payouts and stuff because like the city's never get anything out of it i don't think there have to be Um, payouts i think it's just it's it it, other people have said this it's just like no one wants to be the guy the the mayor who lost the 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 braves or whatever like that's true it's totally unfair but it's totally taking advantage of an electoral system that like punishes in the short term yeah right and 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 it's kind of funny that it's that is brought up with the rays here because like they're you know they're on this run right now but uh, the city doesn't seem like, I mean, the people in the city don't seem nearly as um, concerned about them going as when I've seen a lot of other <laughs> other teams threaten this. Like when they were like, all right, well, maybe we'll play half of our games in Montreal. Like there was there was no oh God, you know, that. negative reaction. That was so bizarre, that whole thing. That was a, that was a bizarre, stupid, uh, stupid, like bluff, really, yeah. is what that was. Um, and it just didn't work at all. Remember how many people t- treated it like took it seriously, though? Yeah, people need to, like, it was good content for the, like, the baseball writer churn. I, I get that. Um, that said, like, it's weird because the Rays, like, do pretty well uh, in terms of, like, viewership. Their their cable numbers are always pretty, actually pretty good on the broad, on the local broadcasts. It's just a pain in the ass to get to the games. And it, it, it's not like the team, I don't know, it, the, the city should not build them a new stadium. If they want to relocate, they can pay for it themselves. Yeah, I mean, that that's just how it should be with all these ones, you know. Um, almost all, almost all the parks like in the league, they got the city to pay for a huge, huge section of them. I like the idea of the city having an ownership stake in it, though. Absolutely, and, and so many of these teams like are the the real money they make is on owning the property around the stadium, and it, that's like the new model. Like the that's this is a big part of the Cubs' success in recent years. It's like all that was just to consolidate the territory around Wrigley Stadium and turn it into like a super lucrative uh, down to like. 
uh, destination for it uh, sucks the community. so bad. It sucks so bad. Wrigleyville, yeah. like, it's like a fucking grim Disney World esque type, <laughs> like. But it's so profitable. It's like any team, any team doing this has these incredible revenue streams. They don't need money from the city to to justify this stuff. Right. They can find investors. Any of these teams can find fi- fina- financing. Um. All right. Next question at Ben Philippi says, uh, "Question for the pod: Can we get your preemptive hot takes on a on the big budget versus small budget comps that are sure to arise?" Um, yeah, I think, yeah, what Ben's saying here, like, is, is right, though, there is going to be, just be really, really annoying. I mean, we've talked about how, like, awful national broadcasters <laughs> have been throughout this, um, but yeah, we're just going to get an endless amount of completely insufferable... I just want it to um, fucking Big end. budget versus small budget stuff yep. here. I hate Re- this yeah. so much. Unless the Dodgers sweep, it's going to be insufferable. Right, that's the, that's our only, that's maybe our only way out of this. Yeah. Is if, if, if the Rays, like, look just totally outclassed. Um, immediately, like Mookie Betts is hitting home run every game, and <laughs> like, and then the Rays fall apart. That's the only way it's that that we're gonna avoid this. Which I would say I, is no, not but you know what? I'm not sure. I think even then, I think even then, like, there's still there's still gonna be a whole bunch like look at look at how far they got. They beat every team in the American League because we're still gonna hear it about you know how how oh, they beat yeah. the Yankees, Yankies and stuff. So it's not gonna yeah right. And so it's not gonna. I don't know. I don't think that that's that we're ever gonna be completely immune from it. I think it's still going to be there <laughs> somewhat. And really, I think that's more than anything else the consequence of just the consolidation of, of writer of, of media jobs around MLB. Like so many of these people are working now directly for MLB or for one of the really big conglomerates that makes money directly off of like working like ESPN. That's like owned by Disney and uh, in totally incestuous. There's there's very little independent journalism around the sport now. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean they they need to they need to keep their access <laughs> and then the. A lot of the stuff has just yeah become more unprofitable as uh or not even so much unprofitable it just gets ripped out from underneath it by <laughs> by these you know big financing groups that buy everything so there's just yeah there's there's it's, it's a sad state and it just leads to inane stupid um comparisons like this <laughs> like of just saying oh big budget versus small budget just stuff shit like that it's gonna it's gonna happen it's gonna be inevitable it's gonna be terrible which ignores that like um, the pirates have an incredibly sh- shitty budget and they're terrible right yeah most of the teams yeah. with a small budget are awful yep um okay cool uh so at bootleg dub this is our last question at bootleg dub says uh what would have been a fitting punishment in your opinions for the astros after they were caught cheating I thought that maybe they should be banned from postseason for five years. Like, they could play in regular season, but are ineligible to win anything. Uh, thought it would be funny to force them into AAA for a year, promote a minor league team. Yeah, th- there's <laughs> there's not really any good way of doing relegation, but it would have been fun to invent a form of relegation for them. But, yeah, not feasible. My I think a lot of these aren't feasible. Of, I think I brought this up previously on the podcast, but my, my idea that I stand by is that the Astros would have to qualify for three postseasons before being eligible <laughs> to compete in them, which means they can't just tank because they still have to win enough to get into the postseason, but they w- wouldn't be able to play. I think that would be fitting. <laughs> I also like the idea of forcing them to trade all of the different players, position players specifically from that 2017 team to different teams so that they're not so that they're not together at all 
<laughs> like a like a teacher breaking up like the the rowdy group of friends in the yeah, back basically. of the class. <laughs> like send Carlos Correa to the White Sox and you know Alex Bregman to the Yankees and like just make sure they're not near each other. <laughs> if you don't want to punish them, which I mean you should punish them, but that ship's fucking sailed. So yeah, I I, I agree. Like I. With, there's like what I would do in my dream world, and there's what's real, what was realistic, within the very constraining, within the the constraints of uh, a league that's owned by a bunch of crooked billionaires. Uh, what I would want in like a perfect world would be for them to just not be professional baseball players anymore, for the most part. Um, what's realistic within the bounds, I think, is, is Steven is onto something. I, I would have liked to see them. Uh, uh, I would like to have seen contracts voided. And players sent away. Uh, not necessarily to be back on like one-year deals or anything. Not changing service time. I'm not trying to screw anyone out of the money that they were underpaid for on those cheap teams. Um, but I, it, the the no no punishment at all for the players is still baffling. And I think it's a big part of why they feel so entitled to this redemption narrative that they've they've carved out for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. They just let they just let management. Uh, guys take the fall for it who are going to be returning oh yeah like, definitely going to be returning absolutely yeah they didn't want to take a a harsh stance on them because like there's there's clearly other teams doing this like uh cora hinted at you know that the yankees were doing it as well there there's a lot of stuff that you know implies the yankees might have been doing something similar um that said like if they, i got caught doing it i would want to make sure everybody else knew thought that other people were doing it too it's true i mean i mean this was this was before he was he was caught though but um like he kind of made a uh made a wink at like oh they got uh beltran huh <laughs> like <laughs> working for them um so I mean, that's precisely why you need to come down harshly right. on the Astros right. because you want to discourage. I'm just saying that's why this. it won't. I'm just saying that's why it won't. That's why it won't happen, though. Is that if you know somehow the beans do spill and a bunch of other teams are implicated in this, um, they they're not going to want to. They're not going to do anything. They've already set their precedent here that all you have to do is uh, have some sacrificial lambs, um, your star players that that are making you um, a lot of money don't uh uh don't really face any consequences because like you know even the most beloved manager a lot like most fans don't really give that much of a shit like you know hinch brought them uh their world series title that year but like i don't think any of any astros fans were really as were nearly as mad about like um about him getting sent away you know him getting fired banned for a year Mm -hmm. than they would have been had like any of those players been yep been uh been hit with anything like i don't know they (laughs) it's just no i don't know i don't know i can't figure out like a realistic scenario of like you know what could have been done here like that they that would have been allowed there's 29 uh, yeah there's 29 other ownership groups that wouldn't allow it right like lauren said like i wish that they had you know had some sort of harsh thing um you know maybe not like the 1919 black Sox or whatever because i don't know but so, something something more would have had to happen because and we know that that's the case because they would have they would have done it again like any team would have <laughs> would do this for for a world series title and the lax amount of penalties that they got i don't know i fucking i'm so sick of the astros <laughs> like mm-hmm. 
I'm so I'm I I am getting like sick of talking about them at this point. I'm glad they're gone. I don't I don't really want to talk about the Astros anymore. I feel the same way. Like it, we're probably going to see at least one team rebuild this off season. I feel like it's probably going to be the Cubs, but it should be the Astros. They should be packing it in. They should be planning on being bottom dwellers in the, in the AL West for a good five to ten years, just just to get out of the spotlight for a while. Fuck right, them. and uh, I mean Springer's going to be gone. I don't know if they'll be re-signing him or not. We'll see. I think Korea's but the year after. Not. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, Verlander is, I'm pretty sure when he's coming back from Tommy John's, he'll be a free agent. So they have, I don't know, they, they, they're losing a lot. They're going to be losing a lot, <laughs> really, though. So it doesn't make sense for them to start rebuilding then. Anyway. Um, all right. That's all I got for questions. We have any other final thoughts here? Let's hope for some good baseball. That's yeah. uh, I'm I'm That's taking it. off work, a couple of days off work. I'm going to enjoy the games and just hope it's fun because God is, knows we all need it. It is so nice after what has been largely the postseason from hell to be able to sit down and just fucking enjoy a series. And I will be doing that. Like we we, we yeah we narrowly avoided um, a hell series. We narrowly avoided um, a couple of different options of what could have been very stressful ones um i want the dodgers to win obviously but i'm not going to be nearly as but like now i feel a lot better even if they lose Mm -hmm. uh like i won't be i won't be nearly as mad we got problems with the rays of course but whatever it just do we want to talk about how both of these cities have won a championship in the past like couple months yeah they're gonna be ending uh you know like a two-week playoff (laughs) drought (laughs) or championship drought if you know either of them win I, you know, I will also say I think it'd be cool if Randy or Rose, or Randy, Randy only has to hit one more home run to tie uh, all-time postseason home run record, I believe. Wow. That is that's, that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's what's it's just like three other guys. Like, a, a, I think it's uh, like Barry Bonds and... No, he has to hit two more, I think. Sorry, he's it's I don't know. I forget, but he's he's doing great. And we all love Randy. We all love Randy. Yeah, no, we, we, lo- we do love Randy. Yeah. <laughs> we love Randy. Um, it was really fun watching him uh, accept his uh, ALCS MVP award. Like you know, even before they announced his name, he was he was getting getting really excited. That that was a lot of fun. Um, okay, I think that's about it. We are uh, the three of us are going to be on um, a Twitch show on Evan Davis's new uh, Twitch show. Um, it'll have aired by the time you listen to this. But uh, it will be there in the archives. Um, should be should be a lot of fun. Um, it's gonna be the, you can go watch that at twitch.tv slash e v a n d a v one three. So Evan Dav one three. So could you go check us out on that? And then we will. I don't know. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do some more stuff here pretty soon. But uh, maybe mid series. We'll see. Uh, but thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be uh, we'll be back talk more about the World Series soon here. All right, bye.